the it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> But it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. And there's a classic for every craving. Mix and match two for just $3.50. Like a McChicken, a McDouble, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Welcome to the Way Shamanism Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica. I am an Essene shaman, and here I share all about my work with you. And this is all based on my own experiences and opinions, never a substitute for medical advice. Let's begin our journey. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode, a highly requested episode about Hollywood and soul fragmentation. So just to make it easy, I'm going to preface this episode by saying that Nothing that I'm going to share here is true. So I did do an episode about this a year ago, and there may be some overlap. I'm sure there's actually a lot of overlap, but I don't know exactly what's in that episode. And you all sent me some specific questions, so let's see this one as a bit of a sequel. So Hollywood is essentially a CIA operation and it's been that way from the beginning it was set up that way so there are different disclosed like all of what i'm going to tell you is just open source information uh, projects by the cia involving the cia like project paperclip that actually brought a lot of high level nazis to the us after the war and um housed them, protected them, placed them in high-level institutions like NASA, Disney. Uh, Disney himself was a Nazi, actually. And then there's also Project Mockingbird, which involves essentially the CIA controlling and censoring information and using media for programming. So those are, let's say, projects, terms that you can look up and dig into and do further research into. So MKUltra is something that has been developed by Nazis and has then been applied on a mass scale. So the science of soul fragmentation and soul retrieval, you know, is part of humanity and has been known since the beginning of time, pretty much. But the science of splitting souls and uh, DID and using different personalities and compartments in someone's soul, their brain, their being for different purposes was really um, developed under MKUltra. So this also started with the Nazis. This is what people like Mengele were doing, who they called the angel of death. And he was experimenting on so many uh, Jews and children and they were farming people and... Um, finding out exactly how to do this and how to apply it. So people, of course, are the greatest resource for anything, ultimately. And when you can get people to do certain things or program them for certain things or see how certain influences affect us, that's, of course, very useful when you're trying to control a population. So MKUltra has different sub 
programs, like projects under it. So there's different programmings that they apply to people, especially in Hollywood, which we'll get into. But how you can see MKUltra as something that was done on individuals for a long time through very torturous methods using um, drugs, using hypnosis, using shock, electrotherapy, um, flow tanks, really anything that affects the senses and um, it's just torture essentially. And a lot of this was done on children. But ultimately, which is of course way more effective, all of these findings were taken and used on a mass scale and are used on a mass scale through the media. And this is done through predictive programming, putting people in a state of hypnosis. So this is something that I covered in the episode that I did about a year ago about the media. And when people are watching TV, we are, first of all, all of our media are essentially black square screens. And the black square is also Saturn symbolism, which is quite interesting because Saturn's rings and this I explained in the moon episode a bit as well, are also uh, affecting our consciousness. And of course, the Apple logo is uh, quite telling as well. But when we engage with media, it puts us into a state of trance. And what happens when you are in a state of trance is the conscious mind takes flight. And all information that you're subjected to is just information in into your subconscious and it affects you without you realizing it. So whatever we are watching on TV, we are taking into our subconscious in a state of hypnosis. So for mass control, mass indoctrination, uh, consumerism, biological drivers, this is extremely effective. And this is not just done through TV, but different media as well, through music, advertising, everything that we're subject to. So what it does is predictive programming. A lot of you sent me questions about Zelensky and Ukraine. Why are so many celebrities, let's say, promoting pro-Ukraine and Zelensky information? I covered this in my Ukraine episode, but things that you will see very often in shows, even like The Simpson or South Park, and movies really everywhere is predictive programming. So this goes back way, way back to Metropolis, like one of the first movies that is essentially about AI. It's about MKUltra. It's about turning people into uh, slaves. Um, so quite interesting. What sparked this episode is something that I shared on Instagram about Beyonce. And she references Metropolis, that movie, and also Saturn a lot in her shows. But that's also something that we can get into a little bit later. With media, when we are watching shows in a trance state, we are shown information where we're taking in information really like a sponge on a subconscious level. And what that does is our brain can't distinguish what's real and what's not real. Whether it's, let's say, real world or TV, our subconscious mind doesn't know the difference. So when you are, let's say decades ago, you're watching that show where Zelensky, who is really, this is just a fact, he's an actor, and he actually played in a show where he was a school teacher who then 
was elected to become the president of the Ukraine. So this is stuff that they do to then make us more easily accept, or at least the people in the Ukraine who probably saw that show a long time ago and don't put two and two together, the subconscious brain does, and it's more amenable, like it will more readily accept this event of him becoming president. And um, a lot of a lot of important events from the vaccination crisis, pandemic, to financial crises, to presidential elections, to 9-11, to mass school shootings, all of the stuff that is shown on TV for mass collective soul fragmentation and traumatization is usually shown many, many years before because these events are planned way in advance to have our subconscious brain um, accept accept those events and and see them as normal, not fight them. So MKUltra on a mass scale through the media does predictive programming so that we more readily accept the current situation and the agenda that we are being sucked into. And it also normalizes a lot of things that are not normal, like over-sexualization, consumerism, hyper-consumerism, programming around wearing masks, for example, which, interestingly, there is someone who is called Kathy O'Brien, who was one of the earlier whistleblowers. She was an MKUltra victim. And she, in one of her testimonies, said that way back when, before anyone was wearing masks, probably not even in China yet, the victims would have to wear masks when they were transported and trafficked because it has a very strong psychological effect on you, which it just, it just tells you that you're voiceless, that you don't have any personality, you cannot read someone's face, you cannot see the movement of all the micro muscles in the face, so you can't communicate, um, you have to stay six feet apart, which the subconscious brain interprets as six feet under. The masks, of course, cut off oxygen to the brain, which leads to more heightened suggestibility, and notice the sixes often. These people are obsessed with numerology, Things like that, that all that NLP stuff that we hear about is developed to an extreme and applied. And in these circles, decades, even over 100 years before they come into our uh, collective lives, right? So that's where all of these things come from. And the things that are being normalized now when you watch TV, it goes really fast because... I remember when I was around 12 or 10 and Eminem was huge, that there were riots, there were like moms in the street protesting. And now when you see an average music video like uh, Lady Gaga or Nicki Minaj, the things that you see and that children see are insane and we just see it as normal now. And also when that Dracula movie came out, I think I mentioned this example in that earlier podcast episode that I did, but people were like running out of the theater screaming because they thought it was so scary. And this was way before special effects. Like basically that whole set was probably like paper mache or something and people just couldn't take it. And now with the special effects that we have, and we're so desensitized to violence, to sex, even pedophilia. Look, 
I always try and avoid saying this word because it's such a trigger word. And by the way, I had, I should have said in the beginning of the episode, like major trigger alerts um, in this episode, but I just cannot not use the word and, and still make sense because this is basically what drives all of Hollywood. It's just one big casting couch, as most people know. So those things are normalized. When you look at your average Netflix show, whether it's reality or fiction, or it's a film or a series, or it's comedy, you will see it's all pro-Biden, it's pro-vaccination, it's shaming people who think otherwise. Every single comedy show that you see will have an inappropriate um, child molestation or child and sex combination kind of joke in there. It's really disgusting. Also, the predictive programming. You see it now, like people like Chris D'Elia, who played a pedophile sex offender on a show, and that was just a couple months before his story came out. Basically, when you get into Hollywood, it's ruled by the CIA. It's an operation, and it has never been otherwise. It's been that way since the beginning. So the CIA also rules politics. This is why JFK was murdered, because he was trying to fight this. Politics and Hollywood are just one big incestuous mess, essentially. They're the same thing. So you can see, sometimes I think we can see pretty clearly how Hollywood is an extension of politics, because you know celebrities are being used. This is really why they are brought into fame in the first place because people know that we will see them as gods. They're presented to us as gods. They have a million times more followers and more visibility and more reach than any politician, even if it's the president. They have so much more influence and the people in control, they understand that. Usually the stars that you see that get a lot of airtime, they come from multi-generational families that have been a part of the system and they have been groomed, they have been like fragmented up to their eyeballs multi-generationally, which makes people more susceptible to programming. So this is one of the great findings, great, of course, um, you know, in quotes, but findings of MKUltra is that when people are traumatized, especially before the age of five or six, and especially in a sexual context, their soul will split, the conscious mind takes flight. They're very easy to program. They're very malleable. And when you apply this on generations of people, especially after three, it just becomes a genetic quality that people are fragmented and very easily programmed. So this is inflicted generational trauma and fragmentation. So this is why this topic actually has so much to do with my work. And you see this in Hollywood the same way. People, even way back around Woodstock that time, all the great musicians of that time. First of all, I want to say that I think the Beatles are the most overrated <laughs> band that there is. But those people from Frank Zappa to Jim Morrison, the mamas and the papas, all their parents worked in the Navy and were involved with false flag incidents like uh, events like the Gulf of Tonkin and things like that. You will see with pretty much any star that gets any airtime that they're a part of the system. You will see that their parents are either also in entertainment or they come from the 
the Navy or the military or their parents are like psychotherapists, something MKUltra related. So these people come from multi-generational fragmented lines, usually bloodline families as well. And it doesn't matter if they're white, black, Asian, mixed. Um, a lot of the time, these marriages are, especially when it's high profile players, let's say, these are all arranged marriages that you see, whether it's um, Barack and Michael or Kanye and Kim or uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce. This is all predetermined. So a lot of their kids are also adopted in or out because of the bloodline thing. And this is all because of their ability to fragment, which allows them to program people, use people. But what they also do is that they can fragment you over a thousand times and it's almost like your mind becomes a file drawer and every single file is a fragment and every file, every fragment has a demonic spirit connected to it. When you look at, a, at let's say, the general collective long-term goal of all of the Satanism and all of these people that are involved, they're practitioners of Satanism, the goal is to get demonic generals into the throne room of God. That's the end goal. Because when Lucifer was cast out, he could rule on earth if there was consent and free will. So this is also where the symbolism comes in that a lot of you talked about. These people don't hide who they are. And it's really part of their rule book. And I'll say that they try to kind of like avoid karma by sharing very openly who they are by showing all the symbolism. But the only way that Lucifer and all the demonic generals can get into the throne room of God is thus via humans, because they're not allowed in. And this is the science behind the sex magic they do, because they harvest the adrenochrome from young kids who are tortured in a fight-or-flight mode. And they combine that with the sex magic rituals, which brings these perverted people in a state of ecstasy, which is the closest that they think that they can get to the very high frequency that's required to get into the throne room of God. So this is why the end goal, and I'll do a separate podcast episode on this, is to connect people to AI and to as many demons as possible and get into the throne room that way. And the child trafficking and the adrenochrome and all of that stuff is it it has multiple purposes it's a drug it gets people into that state where they can do the rituals sex magic rituals that i've talked about before but it's also blackmail so say that you would take politics and or hollywood and you'd say okay about a third of them is all in they're a hundred percent a part of this and then another third is probably coerced or blackmailed this is what Epstein was doing. This is why he had all of these files on all of these people, why his island was full of security cameras. It's to trap people who may not be 100% supportive or may turn against everything that they're doing because when you get trapped and caught in a situation like that, even if you're not necessarily doing anything, you are, of course, done for. This is also why with Pizzagate, the file that they found on the laptop was called insurance file. And that contained all of the photos and videos of those politicians doing those things. 
people, because of this godhood that's attached to people that are in politics or in Hollywood, people will do anything to get into the room with these people. So once you get in there and you see that everyone is doing this, first of all, most people would either go along with it and get what they want because this is how you ultimately get in and get airtime and get visibility and a lot of people talk about selling their souls openly so this is also a question that i got people like bob dylan katie perry whoever so many people have just openly talked about this but this is a, a part of it and people who do turn away from it or try and become a whistleblower or reveal what is going on, they're silenced in subtle ways. Sometimes that's enough for people or very horrific ways. So that's also something that we can get into later. But um, let's see. So the symbolism. A lot of the symbolism that you will see is MK Ultra related. So that means that you will see the monarch butterfly because MK Ultra victims always describe that they were floating like a butterfly. And also there is a sub project, Project Monarch under MK Ultra. So that's a symbol that you will often see. You will see the one eye. This has to do with some of the rituals that they do where they use an eye. There's also a rule that if they are not loyal because they all have to protect each other. That's kind of like part of the pact and all the secret societies that they're in, whether it is Scientology or even, you know, churches like Hillsong, which is a huge Hollywood church that is a known human trafficking pedophile operation, so they say. And all the little cults like OTO, which you hear Drake always rapping about and also his clothing line I always find it so interesting to see like celebrities clothing lines and stuff like you will see that his has the bohemian grove owl on it it's also a, a really big symbol for those people even Celine Dion she has this who by the way met her husband when she was 12 and he was like 38 or something um, that should tell you a lot. Her clothing line has like all of these in inverted pentagrams and it's of course gender neutral. We'll get into this later. What was I gonna say about Celine Dion? Voice of an angel. Love her. But yeah, you can always see who is who's a part of this. And it's, it's usually always the biggest ones. So you will see, of course, like openly satanic symbols like that, obviously. But the one eye symbol, the pyramid... That like pyramid hand sign that JC always makes. Other big ones that you will see are cats and kittens um, or Egyptian symbolism. The cats and kittens, by the way, come from Beta Kitty programming. That's a um, MK Ultra sub program. So the butterflies, like I mentioned, rainbows you will see a lot, like over the rainbow. That's also um, a programming that's used. So we'll get into Disney later, by the way. Although Wizard of Oz is not, I'm thinking of Over the Rainbow, you know that song, is not officially a Disney production, but it was paid for by Disney. But uh, the bunnies, that's the white rabbit, adrenochrome thing, uh, red shoes, 
you will see a lot. Wizard of Oz, Alice in Wonderland, The Dark Side of the Moon, all that kind of stuff. I, t I talked about Aleister Crowley before. He was the practicer of Thelema, practicer, practitioner of Thelema, Satanism, Luciferianism, um, OTO, Golden Dawn. That was the one that he did. So you will see with these people that practice this sex magic that involves kids and blood and stuff that they will train with people. So people like L. Ron Hubbard, who went on to establish Scientology, or Werner von Braun, who came to the US and NASA through Project Paperclip. They are people who knew Crowley and studied with those two, definitely. And they went on to establish their own cults, obviously. So you have all of these little offshoots. You'll see that... His quotes, like, do what thou will shall be the law. That's like one of his quotes. Or his face was on one of the covers of a Beatles album. You will see the Jonas Brothers have t-shirts with his quotes on it. Crowley, by the way, was also working for British intelligence. So you will see how all of these cults and uh, CIA and intelligence are all working together. Because on a very high level of any field people know about soul fragmentation, soul retrieval, multidimensionality, about demonic entities, because it's all about power. It's all about, let's just say, goals and interests that are a lot bigger than the average person even knows about or is involved with in their daily life. It's all very Navy related. So Hubbard, L. Ron Hubbard, who studied with Crowley, he was also in the Navy. And also Scientology, if you're familiar with it, they all dress like they're in the Navy, right? Uh, by the way, if you want to learn more about this, there's a good documentary called Going Clear about Scientology. When it comes to cults and politics and intelligence, most people that are high level are both. They're all of them. So... Michael Aquino, <laughs> very big figure who you should know about. He was the founder of the Temple of Set. This is a satanic temple. And he is an open practicing satanist who is super high up in the military. And him and Michael Carcock are one of the people who are the first generation people who did MKUltra and ran that program and inflicted it on people in the U.S., so he is also a good example of someone who is both in military, politics even, and an open practicing Satanist. When it comes to Hollywood, you have to understand that even people who are not in it or not yet, because there are stages to recruiting people and recruiting talents as well, are sometimes just useful idiots, right? And when it comes to the symbolism that we see, Sometimes the, the, let's say, quote-unquote talents aren't even aware of this, whether because they, are, they don't come from those bloodlines or they are fragmented, so they also are not fully consciously aware of this happening to them. But it's very often the directors, the designers, the producers who put them in that, in that situation and on that stage that way. So when we go back to Disney, Disney, by the way, if you look at the logo, has 666 in it. Disney is all trauma movies for kids. So they create soul fragmentation because think about it. They all lose their parents. Whether you look at Bambi or Ariel or Snow White, you could go on. The Lion King 
how his dad dies and falls off the cliff. This is programming for children. So Disney was a Nazi. And also Disney's theme park, Disney World, is also a programming site. And you will see that, by the way, in symbolism, the most important symbols that you want to be able to recognize are the pedophilia symbols. Because these people don't hide who they are. And you see them on very big shows, news anchors to hosts, you know, hosts of like talk shows and things like that in their little items and stuff. So they're all swirl-based. Sometimes it's a square swirl or a circle or a heart, like the ice cream logo or the Roxy logo. And there will often be butterflies as well, like MSN, who used to be on MSN, like all day and all night, like I was. That is fully a part of that um, operation as well. So those are really the symbols that you want to know. So just Google them. And um, so Disney programming sites, um, you will also see that every little celebrity and star that comes out of the Disney Mickey Mouse Club, they're all programmed. That's just an MK Ultra Club. So you can already see the pattern in their life's evolution. Basically, they start out innocent and they have all of these shows, which usually also involve multiple personalities, witchcraft, that kind of stuff. And then they're in their teens and they just do a total 180 and they just become a whore, basically. So this is no judgment to any of those celebrities because obviously they are used, they're fragmented, they're victims. But the audience follows, you know, the children that idolize them, they follow as well. So what you will often see with people who undergo MK Ultra programming and the people at the very top, they don't undergo the programming themselves because they inflict it on others. But they're also, everyone is a victim in this entire system. But what you will see with celebrity victims is that around 30, their brain starts to kind of turn to mush and leak because they have so many fragments and compartments. And whether it is that the brain cannot hold itself or it starts to it starts to process trauma and memory on a more conscious level and these compartments they essentially start to bleed over so you see this with amanda Bynes, britney spears miley cyrus like bella thorne all those mk ultra stars who have a massive meltdown at some point like kanye recently and that was right after at a concert he basically started to reveal a lot of the stuff that I'm telling you. So they take these people away, they disappear for a while, they usually go to these rehab centers, which are mostly reprogramming centers. You see the same meltdowns with show hosts, like news anchors, musicians, actors, uh, politicians, like the Clintons, same thing happened, Katy Perry, same thing happened. You see that at some point, they start to break down and in the system with people who are not public. Usually when they have uh, beta kitty programming, they're used as sex slaves. So not just, just for sex, but also to uh, get and exchange political information. They have photographic memory. You can, you can train a soul part to become basically anything. They're usually dis discarded and sacrificed anyway around that age because they're not useful anymore and they start to become a liability. But with those who have gotten the presidential model programming like Marilyn Monroe, 
they, um, you know what, these people, whether they are either or, if they're celebrities, they're often also worth more dead than alive. So their deaths are usually ritualized as well. It'll often be around that age, like the 27 Club, you've probably heard of that. Like all the stars that die at the age of 27, usually it's kind of around 30. Their death will be planned out. It'll be, you know, astrologically, numerologically planned. And it'll be a mass collective trauma, whether it was Prince or who also, by the way, started to disclose a lot of this stuff. And you can also, if you research this a little bit more, the sort of memorial things like everything turning purple in the media, that was also all planned before, like that's been proven. Other deaths, like any major celebrity death from Brittany Murphy to um, Whitney Houston, Robin Williams. Robin Williams' death was predicted in the exact same way that it happened in I think it was The Simpsons or Family Guy like many, many years ago. They're all um, orchestrated events. So they have many purposes. They have a ritual purpose. They have a collective trauma purpose. Also, when it comes to celebrities who start to talk, and this is also done to shut them up, it also sends a message to everyone else, right? And this is what happened with Kate Spade. So Kate Spade, a fashion designer, by the way, I feel like I'm demonstrating a lot of pop culture knowledge today. This is really because I observed the media really from this perspective, obviously. You saw that with her death, that there was a lot of symbolism around it. So when her family first came out of the house after her death was announced, they were wearing like rat masks. So basically saying that she was a rat. Um, there was a red scarf that she apparently hung herself with. This is also a symbolic communication of someone who was a rat. And like I said, it's also important to note that when people go up the satanic ranks, there will usually be a sacrifice that they need to do. So this is why you always hear that celebrities lose family members right before they really shoot to fame. So whether it was Jennifer Hudson's cousins or Usher's son or Kanye West's mom, it's almost a rule uh, in celebrities that they uh, they have to sacrifice someone. So you see this with also people who who get their fame, like they sell their soul and they get all the fame that they want, like the women, the money, the sponsorships, everything. But um, usually they take someone's place as well. So you see this with Selena and Jennifer Lopez, Lady Gaga. There was also a friend of hers way in the beginning that uh, was making similar music who disappeared. And then Lady, Lady Gaga shot to fame with Ellen. I believe it was her partner or best friend who... Uh, died under mysterious circumstances way in the beginning. So this is also something that you that you will see a lot. And from what I've heard, these celebrities, they they know about it. They don't know when it's going to happen or how, but they kind of like get a text later after it's been done, like thanking them for their cooperation, things like that. The sacrifices are also obvious. And of course, you know, these celebrities, they're just political assets. They're programming assets. They can get people to think the way that they think if they say this president or that president or get vaccinated or don't. People just follow. They will buy anything that they 
put out, any product that they put out. So they're a major, major asset. So these people all have managers. I don't know if you followed the Britney case, which I don't think that she's free at all. A lot of people also think that Kanye West has freed himself from this system, which he 100% has not because he still gets a lot of money, a lot of visibility. He has a platform Recently at Sunday Service, which is full on a cult, they have all the markings of a satanic ritual. He was with Justin Bieber and Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson is also an interesting example because he is also an open satanist. All these people brag about drinking each other's blood, whether it's him or um, who recently got married, Travis Barker from Blink-182 and Kourtney Kardashian. They also had like vials of blood to drink at their wedding. And MGK, that's a really bad rapper. Um, I just assume this because I've never heard his music, actually. And Megan Fox, who also drink each other's blood like that. Vampirism. Don't get me started about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, that trial. He is actually from a, let's say, vampire cult. And it's not like, ooh, they dress up as vampires and they sleep in coffins and stuff like that. They probably do. But it's really like a bloodline thing that goes back to Flat the Impaler. Uh, which is also the lineage of the royal family, by the way, the British royal family, which, by the way, is not um, in power anymore as they used to be. But when people go through public shaming like that too, like Amber Heard shitting on the bed or Will Smith punching Chris Rock, usually they step out of line or it's, or it's a humiliation because they uh, are black. For example, and this system is totally racist. So you will also see that black actors in movies they always have to dress up as women at some point or another. It's it's just a sort of humiliation, uh, hypnotic programming. What was I saying? Yeah, Marilyn Manson, his ex Evan Rachel Wood, who was also in the movie Thirteen, which is also like a typical programming movie for like young girls. She came out with a documentary against him. Uh, and all the sexual abuse and anti-Semitic abuse and Christian abuse. So you will see that with, with this type of programming in MKUltra, there will also be programs that are heavily Christian. So they will have trigger words that are like Bible verses. But in this case, I saw the documentary it was absolutely awful. But the thing with these documentaries, if they are on popular streaming platforms, whether it's about Epstein or this type of thing, they will give you like 90% of what happened, but they leave out the child sacrifice and the child molestation things. So what is interesting is that when I was watching it, at some point they showed a few photos of the inside of his house. There were the pedophilia symbols that I mentioned earlier were drawn on the walls. So that's something that they don't talk about, but when you know what it is and you start to recognize it, you know exactly what people are into. And these documentaries, they are made so that we think that we have all the information and that there's something being done about it. But the most important thing they leave out, same with Harvey Weinstein. He actually had a partner in crime who they left completely out of the picture. And he was really the, the one who would have blown the lid off of all the child stuff. So everything that we see, even though we think that, whoa, all of this stuff is coming out and it's so amazing, they just let people take the fall 
and go down and they do it in a very calculated way so that we feel informed, we feel empowered, we feel involved, but still we never know or ever see the real core of what's going on. So you see this also with people like Rose McGowan, who also comes from a cult. I think it's more of one of those, yeah, it was like a, like a satanic Nexium type of sex cult, but a lot older. We'll get into Nexium later as well, by the way. She is a typical controlled whistleblower because same with this Evan Rachel Wood they tell you everything that they want you to know and they want you to think and they don't tell you the things that they don't want people to know really learn the symbolism learn to recognize it searching YouTube for MK Ultra symbolism or something like that and then just start to recognize it because you will see that most things that we see on TV especially those that are highly advertised and pushed are actually rituals taking place. Places where you see this super clearly are the Super Bowl, but even when you see that they do those architectural digest tours through celebrities' homes, I love watching those because especially when it's like um, a Mickey Mouse Club Disney star, you already know that you're gonna see that symbolism in like some of the art in their home, which you always do. And it keeps them locked into those altars, into those altar personalities and those mind states. So it actually becomes quite interesting to engage with the media when you know all this stuff. And I see it every day. So this is why I don't share as much on Instagram uh, as I could, because I don't want, you know, it to be about that. I want it to be about healing. So I really, really am doing this episode because it is really important to know and to protect yourself because when you can recognize the symbolism, it's not just information in into your subconscious. You can actually start to consciously lay things and that's how you can definitely have a layer over it, protect yourself, anoint all of your media. And I will be the first to say when it comes to music that I love rap music, even like people who are open practicing, you know, Satanists like... Beyonce, who actually is said to have followed Gloria Vanderbilt's position of a high priestess slash high witch. You know, there are excellent musicians and it often comes from their demonic entities, that talent. Other people who are also in this high level positions like Madonna, they get their stardom because they're in those positions and it's not necessarily the other way around. And she also trained Brittany, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga has also been training with Marina Abramovich, who is a conceptual artist in the public. And she's worked with Jay-Z as well, but she is actually just a witch. That's just what she is. So under the guise of art and music, also think of all the private planes, right? All the movements of people and things and the covers and the tax situation there. It's is really a front for a lot of other things. And Kathy O'Brien, she also mentioned that when she was tra trafficked, she was also trafficked through country music industry and the Grand Ole Opry, and that's basically a front for all of this stuff. Also a lot of drug trafficking. And also know that any route for trafficking can be used to traffic other things that are often a lot worse than what we think is being trafficked. And a lot more um, profitable as well. So with the mass rituals that we see, whether it was 9-11 televised or the concerts that we see or the deaths, it's all to program us. And it also matters what we see right before and after 
those things. So things like commercials, obviously, news, don't get me started. So Coachella or concerts like that, what I see when I look at Coachella is just rituals one after another taking place. It's in the desert. And in those desert areas, especially when there's a lot of windmill farms, there's usually a lot of stuff going on underground at the same time. And to get a little bit more understanding about those types of things, go to the Astro World episode that I did. So the sacrifices that I mentioned earlier, Chester Benningfield from Linkin Park, the singer, just search a video or a photo of him comparing him to Tony Podesta and just look at the comparison. And I talked about pizza fence before. That is the most important thing to research and to understand. And someone who did so much exposure in this area is Liz Crokin. So Liz, last name C-R-O-K-I-N. And I just noticed that the most important and the best podcast interviews that's, that she did, they're all deleted they're all gone everything on youtube everything that she did is gone i really hope that she's alive but research her and listen to what you can find from liz croken and also definitely watch the documentary that she was in called out of shadows and you won't find this on the average streaming platform but you can always stream these from the websites of the people that make these documentaries before they disappear i hope that this was helpful i'm going to continue with a part two in the next episode but for me i have known this for such a long time that you do become desensitized to it but i totally understand if you need to take a massive break Take a shower with some Epsom salts, rub it on your body, do a good cleanse because researching these things can give you PTSD. So take that seriously. Take really good care of yourself. And in the next episode, I will do my best to give you more context and know that this is such an interconnected web that there are infinite examples and everything is interconnected. So I'm really trying to give you an overview from different vantage points and perspective and hope that you can create a more complete picture in your mind and use your own discernment. So this can cause major cognitive dissonance where everything in you is just going to want to reject this kind of information, especially when it involves the people that we love and that we've idolized for so long. But know that truth is power and the more that you start to recognize, the more you can consciously label and your subconscious mind can stay clear and sovereign. Lucky Land Slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.